Dr. Jesse Moss is here to talk about his new documentary, Mayor Pete, and give us his spin on our LGBTQ issues. Hi, Jesse. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell us about your new documentary, Mayor Pete. Well, my film is about Pete Buttigieg running for president. Of course, he's now in President Biden's cabinet as Secretary of Transportation. But two years ago, he was the mayor of South Bend and decided to throw his hat into the presidential ring. An unlikely candidate, a 37-year-old gay mayor in a Rust Belt city in Indiana running for president. It seemed like a, an improbable, presumptuous act. But I was interested in Pete and his campaign and signed up to uh, follow him. And fortunately, he let me in. And uh, we had tremendous access to tell the story of his campaign and also his relationship to Chastis, his husband. What was your inspiration for telling this story? I think my inspiration is multifaceted. Um, one part was just understanding what it's like to run for president from the inside. I love the idea of access to Pete. As uh, unlikely a candidate as he was, he is an experienced, thoughtful politician and an underdog. Who doesn't love an underdog story? Um, but I wanted to see a presidential campaign from a really human perspective, which is not something we've seen much of. We see these candidates from a distance, you know, from, in very controlled ways. But I, I wanted to know what's it like to sort of be a candidate. And Pete was willing to allow me in to see that. Um, I think also I wanted to explore our politics and our political division. I wanted to understand, you know, who we choose as leaders, how we choose them, what the future of the Democratic Party is. These sort of big macro questions that also, I think, informed my undertaking. Um, it seemed really daunting to tell the story of a whole campaign. I mean, it, it seemed kind of grueling, and, and I wasn't sure the access that Pete promised would be there. Uh, it was there in theory, but would it be there in fact? I didn't know. But um, I guess I, I kind of fundamentally went out to engage with our country in this fraught moment of 2019 as uh, we were in that final year of uh, what would be the Trump presidency and choosing, hopefully, a new leader. I felt our country being torn apart. I felt like a very dynamic political landscape, the party itself, the Democratic Party kind of reshaping itself. And these were all things I wanted to understand as just an American, as a filmmaker. I love cinema verite storytelling. I always have. I was inspired to make documentary after I saw The War Room in 1994. Uh, so that dates me. But um, that's how long just about I've been making documentary. And that film is, of course, about the consultants, not the candidate himself. So I wanted to make a film like The War Room, but about the candidate. What do you hope to accomplish with this documentary? Well, I think I accomplished part of it, which is to make the thing and to tell a, what is hopefully a coherent, compelling story uh, that provokes conversation. You know, I don't make didactic advocacy films with like a single message. Like I'm interested in people. I'm interested in human stories. I'm interested in the sort of the conflicts and contradictions that Pete embodies. I'm interested in some of the powerful, positive messages that Pete reflects and did in his campaign around inclusion and um, acceptance and belonging, and which I think we need more of in this country. So, I mean, I was interested in Pete's position as a young gay man, married, on the political stage in a way that felt utterly new in our politics. And what would that experience be like for him and for our country to have a out gay candidate who is a credible candidate for president? What would you like to accomplish with your work? I think it's a hazard to think too much about the work as an instrument to change the world or what an audience wants. It really begins and ends with, like, what am I curious about? How do I want to live my own life? 
as a storyteller, as a filmmaker, who are the people that I'm drawn to. And the process of actually making the film was quite painful in that like, just keeping up with Pete on the campaign trail was grueling. All of the challenges every day of negotiating access, they're hard. Trying to make sense of the chaos around you is hard. Trying to write the film in the edit room is hard, as you know. I wish it were easier, but I want to make work that matters. I think when I was younger, I made work that felt, I don't know, more juvenile, perhaps. I mean, I'm proud of the work, but and I needed to kind of find my voice as a filmmaker. I think now, maybe because of my age, because of the times we live in, I, I just feel like you have to make work that puts something good into the world and in, into our culture. And this felt like a story that could do that for me. And I hope it does it for the audience who comes to watch the film. As an LGBTQ ally, what would you like to see happen for our LGBTQ community in the Biden-Harris administration? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, I, I haven't thought very specifically about that. I mean, I'm happy to see Pete have a significant place in that administration and continue to have a, a strong voice on television defending the administration's priorities. I think in the choices that he makes, both personally and politically, he lives those values of inclusion and acceptance and tolerance. And I think that, for example, in the debate around family leave, he just took leave to care for his newborn children. Of course, he was attacked for that, but I think he's principled. There's a lot of homophobia in those attacks. There, there still is in our country. We saw it surface in the campaign in both overt and coded ways. Of course, we know there's a tremendous amount of intolerance and many people who, who feel like they, being their authentic selves, they're, they're not being valued or accepted. They can lose their jobs, their livelihood. And I think that there's a lot of work we as a country have to do you know, I was just reading about, this is a side note, but I was just reading the story in the New York Times about the music teacher at a Catholic school who was fired for getting married to his partner. The church has a lot of freedom. They can fire you for your sexual identity. It was just a reminder to me of like how pervasive this remains in our culture and our institutions. So I think, you know, in some small way, hopefully both Pete's campaign and this film as a record of that campaign and his personal journey and his relationship to Chaston, like, advances the cause of equity and inclusion and LGBTQ rights. That's what I would hope. With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially in these times? Well, I think we're dealing with an epidemic of anxiety and mental struggle in, in young people, and particularly in this LGBTQ community. I think you're right to, to highlight that. I mean, I, I hope that the ways in which Pete talks about his own struggles, the love that he receives from the people who support him, including his partner, Chastin, I'd like to believe that there's some inspiration. I think there's a very powerful moment in the film that speaks to this, which is when Pete's found out that he's won the Iowa caucus, technically, and Chaston says, you know, when you go out to make your speech, can you highlight to that kid who was you at 17 and in the closet and didn't feel accepted in his community, can you speak to that person and say, there's a place for you here? And if you believe in yourself, if you believe in this country, there's a place for you. We'll find a place for you of acceptance. And Pete says to Chaston, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to say that, you know, but he does, you know, and, and I think that's very powerful. That's the role model that he is and will continue to be. Now, he's not perfect, and I think it's a mistake to hold, you know, our politicians up to standards of sort of human perfection that no one can reach. And I think you see Pete struggle with his own weaknesses as a communicator. I think those moments of humility and humanness are important, too. 
I don't know if that fully answers your question. I mean, you talked about just that struggle. You know, I think one of the things that was powerfully put by Pete was when he talked about the fact that to some people his identity as a gay man meant everything, and to some people it was a minor detail, and I think you see him try to navigate that challenge as a candidate and also within their own relationships about how much of their identities are put forward and how much are about all the other things that the campaign stands for. Uh, I thought that that aspect of what I saw play out was fascinating and very moving. And, um, you know, you see it played out in their relationship with each other. They have different experiences. You know, Pete was in the closet. Chastin came out at a much earlier age. Pete carries something else with him. Chastin frames that important question at the top of the film, which is, was Pete able to be his authentic self during this campaign? And, I mean, I'll leave it to the viewer to answer that for themselves. So I think I would turn that question to audiences who come to this film. And what does it mean to them? And are they connecting with Pete? Are they finding Pete's story inspirational? Or does it help them feel like they have people fighting for them, for their interests in the right ways, in the right corridors of power? How can people get information about where to see uh, your documentary, Mayor Pete? People can watch the film, Mayor Pete. It'll be on Amazon on November the 12th so available globally uh, to any Amazon subscribers. What other projects are you working on? Very focused on this one at the moment, uh, a little bit uh, in recovery from making the film. Thinking about uh, a film about young women in politics um, that would be a sequel to my previous film, Boy State. It's called would be called Girl State. So 17-year-old girls sort of exploring their own roles in our democracy and how they're um, finding their voices politically, that's the film I'd like to make. But uh, after that, probably taking a break from political documentary, uh, making something at the moment that's, um, I think, a very fascinating and important story, but quite different in its focus. Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra to get you through these difficult times? I'm going to steal one from my wife and partner, Amanda, who produced the film with me. She likes to say that uh, everyone can be your teacher, and I think that's a sort of a great philosophy for doing documentary work, which is I love to like spend time with people who are really different than I am and come to those interactions with an open mind and open heart. And I've done that. I like to make films about people who were not like me, like progressives from San Francisco, you know, and sometimes that means crossing the political divide. Sometimes it means crossing the cultural divide. But I, I just think that to me helps me understand my place in the world in this country.